You're listening to the Video Marketing Podcast, helping you go a little more viral every day. Here's your host, Matt Johnston. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am recording this for you on April 22nd. Why does that matter? It matters because Tim Cook had, uh, or Apple had a huge event uh, earlier this week. They got some new iMacs out on the market and uh, iPad and some other stuff. But then afterwards, they made a statement. They said, hey, guess what? The ATT framework is going to be required next week. And so basically what this means is that iOS 14, which I've been talking about a ton, and you can go to my YouTube channel, and uh, there should be a link in the description there. It's the all my videos on it. And it's finally happening. We've been talking about it for months. <laughs> and finally, it is going to go down. So that means that iOS 14 is going it's, to... It's an update that's going to be on everybody's phone. And it's going to basically opt out users by default from cross-site tracking. And I just wanted to provide some context on that and some tips so one of the most biggest one of the biggest questions on my YouTube channel was, can you tell us like just tell me straight out what are the biggest positives of this and what are the biggest negatives of this? And so instead of answering that question in the comments, I decided to make a video about it um, and went live yesterday, and I couldn't think of a better way for you to get this information in one place uh, in the most timely newsy way than to also put it in this podcast. So what you're going to hear now is the uh, simulcast recording of that live stream. It's only about 20 minutes long, and I would love you to listen to this. It's not going to take a ton of your time, but there are major ramifications happening in the world of digital advertising, and they're happening now. And I want to prepare you for it. So without further ado, let's get into the content. Uh, we're going to talk about the three biggest ways that iOS 14 is going to ruin advertising and the three ways that it's going to help advertising. I had a comment on my page um, or on, my, on, on one of my YouTube videos. I don't remember which one it was. Maybe it was the CAPI, how to install CAPI, <coughs> uh, something like that. Um, but what I wanted to do is answer this in a live video because yesterday um, Apple had their big spring event. I don't remember what it was called and they unveiled a bunch of stuff. But then also on the heels of that, Tim Cook uh, said that uh, the ATT rollout was now going to happen officially um, tomorrow or, or not, 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 not tomorrow. It's going to happen next week. Um, so since it's happening next week, we want to make sure that uh, everybody is on the same page about this thing. Um, so what does it mean? iOS 14, obviously, everybody's going to get a pop-up on their phone soon. Um, and when you open up any, really, really any app that can track your data, which is pretty much every app. And when that happens... Um, then what's going to happen is that uh, you're going to get the choice to opt in or opt out of tracking across platforms. So if you choose to opt into tracking, that means everything is as normal. You're going to see personalized advertising. You're going to see all of these things. If, it, if you choose to opt out, 
then what's going to happen is that you will be a cipher basically in the system. So whatever you do online really won't be tracked except for what you do inside the Facebook platform. But as soon as you go off the Facebook platform, then things change and you get a little bit screwed. Well, you don't get screwed. Well, maybe it depends, but advertisers do get screwed. So people are kind of worried about this. I've been talking about this constantly. My channel has tons. If you're new to the channel, go scroll through and see all the iOS 14 videos I've made. I've made so many. Um, and this is sort of the culmination of them in some ways, really just breaking down because now it's getting real. It was always like an idea. Yeah, maybe it'll come. Maybe it'll come. I see things are changing, but maybe it'll come. And uh, but But it wasn't here yet. And now it's definitely coming. So um, we're going live now here on April 21st, uh, 2021, and it's going to go live next week. Um, so you know what it means. Um, opt in, opt out, pop up is going to happen next week. That's going to happen. Um, and I don't want to bore you guys too much with other details. I want to jump right into this. The three biggest ways iOS 14 will ruin advertising and the three ways that it will help because it's going to be okay. I want, I promise you it is going to be okay. But I am going to start with the bad news <laughs> uh, because, you know, why not? Let's get it out of the way. So here's the bad news, okay? Uh, here are the three negatives. Number one, personalization will slowly erode over time, okay? that What does that mean? It means that lookalike audiences are going to get a lot worse. Interest audiences are going to get worse as well. Um, so basically, a lot of... So, so what happens is that the Pixel has a profile on everybody, the Facebook Pixel, which is a third-party cookie. The third-party cookie is really what's going away in general, just to boil it all down and make it easy to understand. So what's happening is that... Um, Facebook creates a little dossier on everybody, Facebook and Instagram, as you go around the internet. So based on what you visit. So you've probably noticed that you've gone to a website that has been about, I don't know, like puppies or something. And all of a sudden you get a puppy related video in your Facebook feed. Well, that's based on you're probably inside of a lookalike audience. And that's because Facebook has, uh, knows what you're interested in. Well, what happens when that data goes away? We're sort of choking off that data stream. So we're choking off that targeting. Hey, Josh, thanks for being here. I def yeah, well, although I think that uh, location targeting is going to be a little bit worse, Josh. Um, you're see, Josh says, I think this will affect e-commerce a lot more than local lead gen. Thankfully, I'm in lead gen. But you'll see, uh, Josh, when we get into numbers two and three, how it's going to really impact you. Um, so number one, personalization will slowly erode over time. Number two, campaign optimization is going to be severely compromised. Now this is big. So remember, Facebook uses machine learning to be able to show the perfect ad to the perfect people at the perfect time. That's why everybody uses it because it's so good at finding those people as well as, you know, it mostly has, it, it has the largest, you know, the largest number of people on the platform, um, but not of super young people, by the way, or not like Gen, whatever they are after me, or whatever they are after millennial. I might be beyond millennial. It's, it's kind of debatable. <laughs> uh, but what happens is 
someone does something on Facebook, purchase, add to cart, initiate checkout, whatever it may be, um, or they become a lead, um, or they almost become a lead, or um, depending on in lead gen, if you're talking about just literally just like, hey, go to a page, put in your name and phone number and whatever, and then go to the other side of it. If it's more complicated, like in my coaching programs, when I run ads for my coaching programs, we're getting people into like a, a VSL and we're um, helping move people through the funnel to, to, to get them to book a call. It's a complicated funnel. You have to track a lot of things through that funnel. So not all lead gen is, is created equal. But what happens is if Facebook doesn't get that data back, so if your individual campaigns in your Facebook ads manager don't get that data back, then how are they going to optimize and use their machine learning to show other people the perfect ad at the perfect time? It's basically telling Facebook this campaign, oh, this campaign is not working. It's just not working. If people, if, if, if as we expect, a significant number of people opt out and that data comes back, Facebook's going to think you've got a dud campaign on your hands and it's not going to optimize and your CPAs and your CPLs are going to go through the roof. So campaign optimization severely compromised. Number three, retargeting custom audiences is kind of dead. Um, and this is big. Um, there are ram and there are ramifications across across the internet, right? And so, so let me be clear here. There are all sorts of custom audiences. All custom audience means is that there is a pocket retargeting audience. So um, there are people that, uh, for example, like watched a video, or people that clicked an ad, or people that whatever. But the biggest one, the most profitable one in general, when we're retargeting, is people that visited specific pages on our website or just visited our website in general over any periods of time and anyone that opts out that information is not going to come back they cannot be retargeted and made part of a custom audience if they opt out uh, based on their web activity we just can't track people across the internet anymore in the same way so retargeting custom audiences will be will be dead for website visitors so that means that if you just want to retarget uh, people that added to cart and they're op and 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 sixty percent of them opt out of ATT. Forget about it. You know you're not you're not going to be able to do it. So uh, does this mean that you just target Android? There's been a lot of talk the last twenty four hours about people just targeting Android. That's so silly. I mean, it's it's so silly. So 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 we'll get around to it um, in a second here with the positives. But just so that we're clear, retargeting custom audiences is dead. So even if you have simple lead gen funnel and you're just going to opt in and then uh, pay off on that, they they become a lead and then you whatever. If you're retargeting people that visited the opt in page but then didn't buy or not or sorry didn't didn't opt in, I mean you can't you can't really do that anymore, right? You just can't. That's what iOS 14 is doing. So it really does make a huge difference. Okay, there are actually a lot of other negatives. Some of them are smaller, or um, some of them are uh, some of them are uh, subsets of this. But let's go into the three positives because I actually think that this is a watershed moment for the digital advertising industry, and I think that those of us that are really good at this stuff are really gonna rock it. Uh, and those of us who are just hacking it, we're going to be exposed, right? Um, and that's what this channel is all about. That's what I coach people to do, right? Like we're not going to hack it. We're going to rock it. So let's think about the positives here. 
Josh, uh, Facebook still has first-party data, so I guess clicks off CTA buttons and also video views could be a strong workaround. Yes, we're going to get into that in a second. Um, that's one of the positives. It's one of the positives right there. So the three positives. Number one, it forces us to collect more first-party data, especially in uh, e-commerce. We've been a little bit lazy about this. Um, in the, I don't say we, like me, but like in general in the e-commerce industry, people have been a little bit lazy about this. And what I'm talking about is collecting email addresses and SMS. You know, everybody's trying to get up the minimum viable thing to get sales, and it takes work to set up a big, gigantic Clavio email flow. Uh, but man, it's worth it. <laughs> it is very, very worth it. So it's going to force e-commerce stores to really install email and SMS. So if you're watching this and you run an e-commerce store and you don't have um, a deep, you, you can go, I have a video um, on the five email flows in Klaviyo that every e-commerce store should have. Go and watch that video and set up those Klaviyo flows. They're super profitable. Ever since we started offering that in the agency, our uh, our clients are making back our retainer on just the email revenue now. So the rest is gravy. Um, it's just like free money. I don't know why you wouldn't use it. But not to mention, it also increases your customer lifetime value. You can't be focused on AOV anymore. You have to be focused on LTV. So do you have? Do you need to develop other products in your store? Do you need to find ways to cross-sell and upsell better throughout your funnels? Do you have a funnel? So this is just going to collect us. Uh, it's going to force us to collect more first-party data in our um in our in our in our in our in our funnels um lead gen people were already doing this of course which is great you're putting them in email sequences and everything but some other industries not so good and first party data is great because you own that data we should all be collecting that you can always market to those people in fact you can have clavio or any you know i think active campaign does this drip does this most of them do this you can actually have different Clavio or different emails marketing segments talk directly to Facebook and create custom audiences out of them that you can retarget. So it just doesn't make any sense. Go in there and, and what, what we're doing in my company is that we're designing all of our funnels for our e-commerce clients around collecting first-party data now uh, so that we're not beholden to the platform. Okay, number two, positives, right? Makes us focus more on creative, specifically video, because of the retargeting capabilities of video. So before, when Facebook was so good at just finding the perfect people at the perfect time all the time because the algorithm was so good, you could put up whatever garbage in your, in your ad and you could get sales because Facebook would just go after these people that are ready to impulse buy your product. Um, unfortunately, but fortunately, depending on how you look about it, depending on how you look at it, that's different now. It just It's not going to work. So that means you have to focus more on creative going forward because without all those targeting capabilities and without Facebook's machine learning working as well, your creative needs to find the right people at the right time. Your creative needs to do the selling. You know, such a huge piece of what actually closes the deal is what's in the ad. You don't just want the click. Not every click is created equally. There are such things as bad clicks and good clicks. So if you're only looking at CTR and just going after these bad clicks, you're in trouble. I had a video of uh, 
a video on this channel that came out Monday was all about the biggest Facebook ad mistake that people make. And that is really what it was. It was that they're bringing the wrong audience into their store or into their funnel. So the creative is going to do all that heavy lifting of bringing in the right audience. Okay, and video is especially important because there's it's two-pronged. Number, number one, video is the best way to build that know-like trust uh, and bring in good traffic and awareness and certainty in the, in the actual ad format. So that's great. But then on the other side, and obviously I'm biased because, you know, I'm the video guy. I wrote a book on video. But still, like, this is legit. This is real. I'm not like blowing smoke. The other thing is that you can use it for retargeting because unlike image ads, if someone consumes a certain amount of your video, let's say let's say it's a three-minute video and they watch 50 to 75% of it, I mean, they're sold into something. I mean, you know. They're, they're sold into something. So you can retarget those. That's a, that's a valuable piece of data. And opt-in, opt-out, whatever it may be to ATT, you can retarget that. You can create custom audiences of video views. So what people do on the platform, you can continue to retarget. Uh, so that's, that's extremely powerful. So go out there and figure it out. Uh, I know that I have a video and I'm going to come out with more soon, but I know that I have a video from a couple months ago. That's all about the, uh, the, the, I think it's the three video ads that every e-commerce company has to have. But again, I say e-commerce, there's so many ramifications here for every single industry. Um, and the third thing, the third big positive is that it makes us broaden out to other channels. So when we are just beholden to Facebook, we get all scared when something like ATT happens. But come on, if you were growing your YouTube channel here on this platform, for example, you would be in really you you would be in much better shape. If you are trying YouTube ads, which I highly recommend that you try and 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 figure out and learn then uh, then you wouldn't feel as scared right now. The folks that have 95% of their revenue, and there's a lot <laughs> that are coming just from Facebook advertising, those are the folks that are scared. But if you diversify, you can start to win. And diversifying also means not just other ad platforms, but just other ways to market, which is why it's so good that we're bringing in first-party data and we can start we can start putting people through um, we can start putting people through very unique funnels based on email opt-ins, SMS opt-ins, and then you can put them in sequences that I wouldn't say they'd last months, but you can revisit those people based on the unique activity that they did and the unique actions that they took to meet them where they are at any given time. So it's, it's very important to diversify all the best businesses that I've worked with, that I've coached, whatever it may be, all the best businesses have 100% diversified. They've had a lot of organic traffic coming in, uh, or they've had multiple ad platforms working for them, a great prospecting strategy um, where they're, they're building, where, where they're bringing people in from other platforms just to uh to and and then they, they focus on retargeting and obviously retargeting is going to be a little bit harder now with custom audiences but if you're capturing email addresses and sms it's not so bad and those are better people too right 
it's better people than just, just clicked and bounced. Oh, qu uh, question. What platforms would you recommend for home service advertising? Pinterest looks like a good option. So this is, this is interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because the question you shouldn't be asking yourself is what platform should I be on for the product I'm selling? You should ask yourself, what product should I be using for the audience that's going to buy it? And that is not always the same. So first, you always want to take a, a, a people first, empathy first approach to this stuff. So there's like, there's no way I can answer that question. Like, what's the demographics? Like, you, so you're saying potentially Pinterest. So my question is, um, are those people like 40 plus women generally that, that, that buy? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm interested in looking into Pinterest. Um, but it's not just about the home stuff because remember, not all traffic is created equal because YouTube ads sounds great to me for home service. But like, what's the avatar? You know, um, it really, it really does make a difference. Facebook sounds good too. <laughs> so it's really, what is the avatar? And then you can start drilling down a little bit more into, okay, what are the best ways to tell that story? And how does that creative fit the potential native, um, the native implications of each of these platforms? Okay. So I hope that helps. Um, okay. Y'all, if you want to find out more about my coaching, I never talk about this, but I should talk about it more. MattJohnstonOnline.com. You can get more information. Um, and if you wanted to book a call with the team to talk about it, I mean, I have super affordable, super powerful coaching options for folks who, especially are in competitive markets and having a hard time standing out um, and need to sort of burst through. Um, I help those folks a lot out there. Um, so I hope you're well. And uh, have an amazing, amazing weekend, rest of your week, whenever you're listening to this. Um, and stay safe out there. Okay, take care.